G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And g'day, I'm Dale. And we are here for a review and rank series of 2021. And today is all about Switzerland. Mm. But also, Dale, it's... It's our last review and rank country episode. This is a 39th of 39. Michael, let's cheers to that. Yes. We have gone... This has been over a month. It's been a process. It's been a process. <laughs> so, yes, this is our 39th 39th. So, thank you uh, if you've got this far mm. uh, to, down to the 39th one. Very much so. And if you have missed some of them, you can always go back and have a look at them and check out your favourites and check out some of the ones that weren't your favourites as well. Yeah. And what a song to... Uh, a country to, and song to finish on, Michael. Tell us about Switzerland. Yeah, yes. Well, Switzerland was one of the fans founding participants of the Eurovision Song Contest in 1956 and were our inaugural hosts and winners. Winners on debut! Exactly. <laughs> they also took the crown in 1998 when a little-known Canadian-born singer by the name of Celine Dion snuck home by a solitary point in Dublin. I think you missed that by a decade there. 1988. The last decade has been quite a struggle for the Swiss, mm. with only a 30% success rate of qualifying for the grand final. Of those three to make it... One came last, <laughs> and only one has made the top 10 when Luca Hani placed fourth in Tel Aviv, snapping a run of four non-qualifiers in a row. Mm. So they're coming off a good result. All right, well, what they're hoping to continue that excellent record Luca Hani did is with John's Tears and Tulel Universe. Let's talk about Jean's tears. Uh, he's just 22 years old and was born in Switzerland um, to a Albanian mother and a Kosovan Albanian father. Mm. So he did have connections to the country as well because he, at 12 years old, he competed on Albania's Got Talent, where he finished third place on the show. Uh, the year after, he then appeared on Switzerland's Got Talent, reaching the semi-finals there. And then, as a grown-up, he went to the Voice France yeah. and ended up making the semi-finals there. So he's just touring around Europe doing reality shows, basically making for some time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he was internally selected by the Swiss broadcaster to compete at Eurovision 2020 with Répondre Moi uh, before the contest was cancelled, and he was invited back again to do it in 2021. Yeah, no real surprise there, was there? Because he was mm. such a big favourite going in last year. Or one of the bunch one of favourites. One of the bunch of favourites, yeah. Mm. Well, let's talk about the pros on this one, Dale. I mean, there's real quality in this composition, like in its songwriting, in its production, and in its vocal execution. So this is screaming jury vote. I mean, I would expect this to be very much towards the top of the scoreboard come the end of the jury vote in the grand final. Uh, and if you're in that position, you are a chance to take out the crown. You've got to get points from somewhere. Mm. And I think a big thing that people will go for, particularly Jerry, is he's got a really wonderful and unique voice. He performs in this kind of like falsetto tone and it is really a difficult thing to do. And he does seem to do it really quite well. And I totally agree. The song is just really well produced and put together. Yeah, I had his vocals as well. I mean, we've seen him sing live plenty of times. We've seen him sing this song in the lead-up, and he's smashed it vocally every time. So I don't see that changing when it comes to the lives in Rotterdam. Mm. Um, also, 
I didn't mention the lead up, but during the process, the song itself went through an internal selection process in Switzerland, which mm-hmm. involved both the public and the jury, like not outside in the real world, but they got a public panel on jury, which to me says already you're getting some love from both public and jury. Thumbs up there. Also, he's doing really well in the fan votes as well, public, and he's doing really well in the jury um, competitions that are existing at the moment. Thumbs up. So you're getting some appeal on both sides there, and that's got to be a good thing because some people could put this down as just a jury favorite. Exactly. All the pointers are there, aren't they? I think the key to a possible victory here will be in the staging and the performance, Mm -hmm. and he has a, a really atmospheric song that does lend itself to something really striking. Hopefully they can take some risks, and I hope they're imaginative in their approach. Because um, they may not have this opportunity to win this competition again, you know, for some time. It's, it's. I feel like it's one of these really fine edges. You get that staging right, and it's the kind of song that can lead to magical staging. Mm. You get that right, there is a possible victory in the in the path there, but it's a fine line. It is very much so. Should we go to the drawbacks? Yes, shall we? Well, look, I think I'm going to start with staging. I've got big question marks about how they're going to do it. They're going to have to be really inventive and creative to really get home how, uh, get these moments and make that happen and make an emotional connection happen with the audience. You can't have some really well-produced um, song with flying through the universe and whatnot, which gives it some speed and power that just maybe might lack when it's live on stage. Yeah, um, in order to produce that wonderful vocal he does, he really contorts his face as well a lot during live performances. And that can be really off-putting. I mean, ask Lucy Jones. Mm. We saw a live uh, performance on Spanish television recently. Look, I'm not even sure what the occasion was. It seemed like an in-memoriam kind of thing. It gave off that vibe. Um, But he also just stared down at the piano. And look, this is not a recital. Eurovision is a performance Mm. and you need to really connect with that camera and show the charisma and stagecraft and I don't know if he can pull it off. I, yeah, I'm concerned as well that the vo- his voice, which I think is, again, really unique and will definitely capture people, can, as a range for a long time, can be a bit uncomfortable. Mm. I don't mind the, the well-produced studio version. When I've watched the, the lives, uh, yes, he, he does it. Do I really enjoy it? I find the tone, I find that being up there that whole time, yeah, it's... I find it a bit off-putting, and I like the studio version. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I do worry about the tone of the song maybe out of kilter with what audiences may be craving when they tune in on Grand Final Night. Uh, if Europe wants some fun and some light relief from what's been a general sense of gloom, then this ain't it, mm. you know, because I don't think artsy sad boy behind a piano is the vibe televoters are craving in 2021. Yeah, and it doesn't have that hit-home emotion that Fidelmorde managed to kind of capture the moment and the emotion. I'm not sure that's really capturing it. Also, you know, it is in French. The language hasn't won since Celine Dion. Now, Barbara Pravi has a song in French, but it's more accessible. You're basically repeating the same word that we all know. Everyone knows voila, 
for you know for ages but you're doing a more complicated well for the basic eared person a more complicated french song which doesn't make it as as accessible as well so yeah I, I, f- I feel there's a few things adding up there it's a juxtaposition between them isn't it she's very traditional almost sans-chant french and he's kind of a very modern kind of french almost as well but her thing is just like voila 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 i, yeah. I, I can sing along to the song at the end of it mm-hmm. true so and that's what they've done really well in junior and this is the kind of style France has done quite a few times and failed miserably at. Not to this quality, I would say, though. And we're nitpicking because this is a really good oh entry. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely, definitely. It's not so much picking on the song. It's just picking on the situation it may be in. Oh, yeah, because there's definitely some drawbacks. But every magical little bit of it can be a drawback, but it can also be the reason it has the X factor to win. True. All right, let's look at the team and see how they voted. All 17 contributors voted first to 38th, not including Australia because we don't rank them. This is the last time I have to say that. (laughs) And the team has put it in second place, runner-up. Wow, okay, this does not kind of surprise me. It's been up around those areas most of the season, hasn't it? Yeah, and look, some really big numbers here. Three of the team had it first place of the 15 that we know. Four had it in second place. So that's half of the, pretty much of the 15 had it first or second. 11 in the top 10. It did range from second to 29th overall. So there was a a downside there as well for one of the members. Very good. So we're going to hear from some of the Aussie Vision team on this one now. The three people who put in first place, which is Hugo, Kyriakos and Ford. The person who put it much lower down there, which is Ali. Switzerland is my winner for Eurovision this year quite easily. Um, I first heard the song while I was waiting for a tram to go to uni, and I almost missed the tram, actually. I was so transfixed on the visuals and on that vocal by John. It's just simply amazing. When that falsetto kicks in in the chorus, that's, that is an X-Factor moment. John's an X-Factor performer. Um, the production of the song is really, really good as well. The percussion that comes in in the second chorus and the second verse really doesn't feel out of place. It moves at a really good really good pace. Um, John is just an amazing vocalist, so I'm sure I can hit the vocal live, and if he does, and they put some amount of good staging on it, this is definitely a contender to win. I don't have one bad thing to say about this performance. It's just amazing. Great music, great vocals, and just a great message overall, and my winner this year. At the time of ranking all the 2021 songs, I had John's Tears as my number one song of the year. The song just hit me straight in the chest. The emotion of his vocals and that music video just goes at another higher level. I connected to the music video quite a lot because of the whole car crash scene. I have been in a really bad car accident myself and this song just captures the feeling I got. This expansive universe, I survived and now there's a whole universe that's mine for the taking. It's like an awakening which is strongly demonstrated in a music video. I am worried how he'll be able to capture that emotion and those feelings and how they'll be replicated on stage. Also, after watching a live performance of Total Universe, it has dropped in my ranking since. Switzerland was my favourite song last year. It's my favourite song this year. And if I have to sit through two semifinals and a grand final for eight hours and this doesn't place well, I'm going to be incredibly disappointed. That being said, how can this not place well? It's a fan favourite song with heaps of jury appeal, and I can't picture anyone not liking it. 
The song is a beautiful ballad sung in a language other than English by a man with the voice of an angel. Like, there's nothing about this that isn't appealing to me. Personally, one of not only my favourite Eurovision entry this year, but one of my favourite Eurovision entries of all time. <sighs> Sorry, that's a bit mean. But my thoughts on this song are pretty simple. It's just too slow for me, and it's just not my kind of song. Sorry! Well, it floored pretty much Hugo when he first heard it. Almost missed his tram. Yeah, wow, that's some impact of a song. Was he lying on the road? (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I mean, a little bit more seriously there, like Mm. Kyriakos, I guess I can totally understand having an experience like that and then seeing that replicated in that way. Uh, I can understand why I connected for sure. Definitely. And Ford, well, if that doesn't get a good result, he's, Europe's <laughs> going to get a stern talking to. He's not going to sit through all those semifinals for a bad result. Semifinals and all the months and all the articles he does and everything for us to then not get a good result. Oof, that'd and be bad. Second year in a row that uh, this artist has really like connected with him. So good stuff. When it didn't connect with was Ali, who was literally falling asleep there yes. at it. Mm. I don't think I don't think people would have that strong a reaction, but people might just be to just get up, go to the bathroom, get a drink because maybe it's just not going to grab them. Mm. All about that staging, if you ask me. All right, shall we get on to our rap and rank there, Dale? Yes. All right, there is no doubt about the quality of this composition or the talent of the artist, and there is a reason why it's so one of the heavy favourites going in. I have no doubt it'll go very well with the juries come grand final night, possibly even winning the jury vote on the night. I think the big question mark is the televote, and if him and the delegation can capture the imagination of an emotionally pummeled Europe. For all its quality, I like this, but I don't go nuts for it. Perhaps it's a style of music because Rapondemois was the same. It's just a personal taste thing, but I still see this doing very, very well. I've ranked this one in 19th. Okay, fair enough. Like, it's just not connecting with you from the sounds of it. Yeah. But you can recognise it as being a good it's probably, song. Yes, very much so, but it's more the genre of music. Fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Look, yeah, for me, there's something really special about this, and it has a lot of potential to be really quite magical. But it also has the potential to fall a little flat, potentially, as well. I worry about the accessibility of the song with the staging, with the language, and with its voice. Mm. And all three of those could be magic and wonderful. All three of them could be not great. So which side is it going to fall on? Who knows? I really appreciate this song and I really enjoy it without feeling a huge emotional connection to it like a lot of other people do. I still really enjoy it and I probably seek out maybe the video, not so much the studio, which says it's a staging song if they mm. can get it right. It's coming at 13th for me. Okay, so just outside the 10. Still just outside the 10, yeah. Good Might be dropping a okay. little, I would say, but wouldn't be as down low as 19 like you over there. It's probably actually rising for me. <laughs> oh, okay, we're meeting in the middle somewhere there. It's one of those ones when it comes on, you know, I definitely don't skip it. Oh I really God, no. enjoy the atmospheric sort of nature of it, but mm. I, I, I'm not, you know, welling in tears or anything like that. I hope it's magical because I love those moments of Eurovision mm. and I think this has so much potential to do it, but yeah um let's wait and see how it goes Mm, good stuff all right well look thank you so much for joining us for all 39 of these review and rank series we've really appreciated we've had a lot of great feedback a lot of comments from you all and if you want to leave us one last one you can (laughs) at aussie vision net across all our social channels yeah thanks for joining us on this journey guys all right speak soon and we'll be doing lots of eurovision coverage ahead catch you later see ya